Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. In the final hour of the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Ami Horowitz, and I'm here on the campus of the University of North Carolina, where UNC and Duke are holding a joint conference on the conflict in Gaza. So I came here to get a sense of the perspectives of the people attending the conference. This was a major conference with hundreds of students, professors, and administrators who spent a weekend bashing Israel and whitewashing the terrorist organization, Hamas. If it only stopped there. This is a professor who I asked about her views on the spate of attacks in New York by black teens on Jews and synagogues. Blacks have a lot of also reason to be angry at Jews now. U.S. government dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You got, not you guys. Yeah. Jewish lobbyists are very rich. Look at the treatment of Ethiopian Jews, right? Jews that are supposedly in the club, but they're Ethiopian, they're black, they're refugees who uh, come to Israel, assuming it's, you know, it's a Jewish state, have actually been sterilized in the past. Or you You're telling me that the- I don't know, the Jewish government sterilized Ethiopian Jews Mm -hmm. coming into Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Just days after the conference, swastikas were found on campus. 38 of the largest departments and schools at the University of North Carolina sponsored this event. It also got a federal grant of nearly a quarter of a million dollars. All right, that's Ami Horowitz we featured last week on this program going to a conference, UNC Duke, and virulent anti-Semitism on display there. And before that, it was Michael Knowles and now the latest victim, Candace Owens, uh, who we had on Hannity last night. I mean, she goes to the college hall and she's giving a speech and, you know, co-hosted by college Republicans. And uh, anyway, Owens, you know, is outspoken. She's talking about the Me Too movement and saying that, uh, African-Americans are being misled by the Democratic Party. Before the event even starts, you have all of these different aligned groups, uh, Antifa included, Philadelphia Antifa, wearing masks and bandanas and gathered on the college green, shouting F Candace Owens, F the police. And it becomes a total you know, mess for her and a threat to her on campus. Not uncommon for any conservative that speaks on any college campus today. So whatever happened to the the free exchange of ideas and opinions and uh, thought on college campuses looks pretty dead in around most of the campuses today. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is with us, the author of 15 number one best-selling books, his killing series. And his latest, of course, uh, is doing phenomenally well. He also is in the works of writing a book, Donald Trump, the United States of Trump, how the president really sees America. And he has a column out today about how these college administrators know that they have to keep order to keep their jobs. And they are really no longer institutions of higher learning and places where you do have free exchange of ideas, where that's encouraged. Mr. O'Reilly, how are you, sir? Good. I'm hanging tough. How are you doing, Sean? We're doing good. By the way, did you see the Washington Post declaring Sean Hannity has been right all along? I did, <laughs> Can you I did believe see it? that. 
And uh, that's <laughs> it must have been a misprint. I went down there and had a talk with him, so that's why they did it. Oh, so you went down and, and argued on my behalf that Hannity yeah, has been Barron, right? You know, that very reasonable editor of the Washington Post. <laughs> and, um, I said, hey, Marty, look, let's go to lunch. <laughs> went to the old Ebbets Grill. I said, look, you know, Hannity's been right, so let's get an op-ed up there. And he said, sure, Bill. How are <laughs> sure, you? Bill. You, you doing well? Yeah. Uh, that's we, how it went down. Would you like to join our editorial staff? <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, um, the column I wrote that you uh, mentioned uh, is on BillOReilly.com. It's called Propaganda You. And here's how it works so everybody understands, because I and, and you, we're both paying tuition, uh, you know, for urchins to go to college and unbelievable costs. So people should know what they're getting into. Every college is a board of directors. And the board of directors is directly responsible for hiring and firing administrators, not teachers. Teachers, a lot of college teachers have tenure. Tenure means you can't get fired. But the administrators don't have that. So in many, many places, the college board of directors, and this is extensive to places like Texas, uh, Mississippi, Tennessee, conservative places in the country, they are very liberal people. And they now are demanding two things, inclusion, and that's an interesting word because um, not everybody is included in inclusion, and diversity. So above all, the chancellors of the universities have to prove themselves to be champions of inclusion and diversity. And how they do that is they let their campuses run wild to the far left. And that's what's going on. It's a hostility, though, that is it's 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 always been there. I mean, go back to the Bill Bennett days and Bill Buckley days and other prominent conservatives at the time. And they faced some type of criticism, some protest. But I don't think it's ever been this bad to the point where it's almost become impossible in many instances for conservatives to ever even get to giving the speech on campus. Well, that's because they only hire far left professors and administrators. Ninety percent in recent studies of college teachers are liberal. Um, And they may not be bomb throwing far left liberal, but they're certainly not going to vote for Donald Trump. So if the election were only held among college professors and administrators, Trump would lose to anybody 90 to 10. Now, in the Vietnam era, that's when I was at college, uh, at Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York. There were radical leftists, and they caused a lot of trouble uh, by burning down buildings and occupying and, and yelling and screaming and all of that. But it wasn't the campus policy to allow them to do it. So there was a tension. Now there is no tension. It's you can do whatever you want if you're a far-left loon, but if you object to the lunacy, then you are a bigot. So you're interfering with inclusion and diversity. So we don't want you here. Get off campus. So much so that the President of the United States had to sign an executive order that said, if colleges do not allow freedom of speech, you're not going to get any federal money. Now, the media didn't report on that. I know you did. But the media didn't report that, that, that executive order. That's how bad this is in America today. 
Let me ask you your thoughts. Uh, this Mueller report is out tomorrow. This is the, the we've had two and a half years, Bill, of nonstop, never ending tinfoil hat conspiracy theories. We already know from the March 24th, 2019 letter of the Attorney General William Barr. He actually quotes the Mueller report as it relates to, quote, Russian interference and collusion. And it says the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. So the collusion lie is what it is. And it it is to me, it should be it should be the end of anybody putting any faith, hope and trust in the big networks or fake news, CNN or conspiracy TV, MSNBC or the Post or the Times. But uh, I assume they're going to pick out a couple of lines like, oh, Donald Trump talked about firing Mueller. Donald Trump wanted to fire Sessions. Donald Trump fired Comey. Even Comey said he could be fired for any reason at all or no reason at all. Uh, Donald Trump uh, uh, talked about that. But Donald Trump didn't do anything like the deep state talked about. Oh, recording a sitting president. And surveilling him without a warrant and also the 25th Amendment trying to invoke that. But they didn't do it. Um, Where does this land? Because this is the final rubber bullet in their gun. I think it lands flat. Yeah, I mean, Boris Marty releases it on Holy Thursday. Then we have Good Friday Passover. um, And then the story, who's going to be watching? Nobody. But this is all about uh, saving face. Um, Now, if you know Eastern culture... The most important thing um, for Asians is not to be embarrassed publicly. Right. So the networks and the, and the media operations in America have been embarrassed publicly. So I don't they, think do, do they ever lose a lot of money. Do they ever lose the branding false. of Trump saying they're fake news? I don't think it goes away ever because he's been proven correct. Yeah, but they have to. But this ties right into the Mueller report. So they're not going to come out and say, uh, um, we were wrong, we're sorry, and we'll try to do better next time. We'll try to be fair and examine the story as it unfolds, not root for a certain outcome, which is what they did. They're not going to do that. They're going to try to latch on to anything in the Mueller report that justifies their erroneous and unfair reporting for the last two years. But the good news is Americans have had enough. So there's not going to be any audience for it. Um, if you look at the television ratings, and I'm sure you do because you're now the top-rated cable show. Yeah, by the way, you can have that distinction back any time yeah, you I want know, it. But and, I, uh, you know, I'm too old now. No, no, no. Um, I, but, I actually want you to have it because then you'll take all the crap I'm taking, and I'm yeah, sick of it. I, I really want to get back into that hate swamp. Um, but if you <laughs> I'll leave it to ratings, you. Thanks a lot. I'm inviting you back, and you won't take my invitation. Yeah, I know you are. It's so, um, Misery loves Bill. Misery so, loves company. You know, let me know. Misery loves company. Go ahead. Yeah. But CNN and MSNBC have lost, I don't know, 30, 40% of their audience in the last uh, three weeks? Correct. So they're not going to get it back, and no matter what they do. So it's like a spoiled kid after you punish him, and, and then he comes out and he starts, well, did you do that to me? I, I, you know, it's like, okay, um, no <laughs> one's listening to you. And so that's the good news, that no matter what they do or gin up, not going to have any effect on the country, but here's what will. On BillOReilly.com on Monday, we had Do- Joe De Genova on. You've had him on many times. Very smart U.S. attorney, former U.S. attorney in D.C. He guarantees Hannity, guaranteed, 
that the inspector general report, Horowitz, is going to come back with Devastating. referrals for Criminal indictments. Referrals. Yes, that's uh, all true. Referrals for indictments. Hey, Bill, against. it's Bill. There's going to be the that's you're going to have the Horowitz report. You're getting the yeah. Hoover report. You're getting 53 more undisclosed behind closed door testimonies out. You've got a real investigation now into the investigators and Hillary's rigged investigation because she did commit crimes and well, did uh, obstruct wait, crimes. But, but it even goes further than that, because once you start to indict and arrest, a number of those people are going to flip. They're Just already like flipping. You can see it in the few. Doug Collins, the congressman from Georgia, his release of the Oars, Nellie and Bruce, and Struck and Page, and more recently, uh, yeah. James Baker. We're seeing it. All right, stay right there. Bill O'Reilly is with us. Quick break. BillOReilly.com for all things O'Reilly. All right, last question. What do you think of these 2020 candidates? And they're all, they're all seemingly, seemingly now first turned on Biden. Now they're turning on Bernie. Uh, I don't think the field is very strong. At this point, uh, when I see a guy like Beto O'Rourke and his wife making close to $400,000 a year and giving $1,000 to charity, and then a, a college kid asks him about it and he's got no answer, uh, that's not good. He could have said, um, I'm just cheap. But he, well, he could have done what Bill Clinton did and give his used underwear, write that off. <laughs> you know, it's a matter of, look, if you're going to beat Donald Trump, and I know this better than anybody on the planet because I'm writing this book even as we speak, I mean, this is a tough guy, and Trump's a tough guy. And you can hit him 15 different ways, and he doesn't rock. Nope. <laughs> okay, nope. so uh, you <laughs> That's know, you look at your, if you're going to beat him and the economy is strong, Good luck. it's going to be tough. So you got to, the Democrats better have more than the Green New Deal, and we want to be socialists. Bill, you want to ride a bike to work every day, right? You're going to get it in your sailboat and... You know, sail on over to Europe. Why do we need no, airplanes? I, and and you don't like you don't like beef wagon. I, I you know I got it going. So <laughs> I'm I'm already going down Northern Boulevard on Long Island in that covered wagon waving. No, but he's headed to the Miracle Mile. That's what he means by that. All right, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, uh, dot com is where you can get things all O'Reilly and more. Uh, Bill, great to have you on. Thank you. Thanks a lot, John. Appreciate it. Bye. Hey,